You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, this is Tim Rice. Welcome to episode 12 of my podcast, Get Onto My Cloud. After the great and frankly unexpected success of Jesus Christ Superstar, which began with the studio album that Andrew Lloyd Webber and I had recorded in 1970 and led in due course to stage productions all over the world, and a movie directed by Norman Jewison in 1973, we were faced with the problem of a follow-up. It seemed to me that whatever we did was unlikely to top the success of Superstar, not the worst problem in the world to have, but still a slightly intimidating one. Our first cunning plan was to write something that was totally unlike Superstar, and as we were both huge P.G. Woodhouse fans, particularly of the Jeeves books, we quickly became very excited and enthusiastic about the possibility of adapting Woodhouse's immortal characters, Jeeves and Bertie Wooster, for a conventional stage musical, from which rock music would be almost totally absent. However, once we got down to the nitty-gritty of actually writing the show, my confidence and enthusiasm began to wane. It seemed to me that after writing the first two or three songs that my lyrics, albeit competent and not totally without humour, were not a patch on the wit and wisdom of the Jeeves books. In short, I was making Woodhouse less funny. Andrew's contribution, tune-wise, was very strong, but he was, of course, not in direct competition with the master, and he remained convinced the show could work. Half convinced that I was making the greatest mistake of all time, I decided to abandon Jeeves. Andrew decided to continue with Alan Akebourne, one of Britain's greatest playwrights, writing both book and lyrics. By this time, I was three-quarters convinced that I'd made the greatest mistake of all time and virtually 100% certain I had when David Hemmings was signed for the lead role of Bertie Wooster. Other significant theatrical names were involved, and after an out-of-town tryout in Bristol, which I attended, Jeeves opened in London in April 1975. It closed in May 1975. Meanwhile, I'd had what I felt was a better idea for another show. 
A few months before Jeeves' West End demise, I happened to hear the tail end of a radio documentary about Ava Perron as part of a series called Legends of Our Time, or something like that. I did not know anything about Ava Perron other than the fact that she was Argentinian, glamorous, and dead, and that she was known as Evita. Even this was probably more than 99% of the British population knew about her at the time. I remembered her from my childhood stamp collecting days, her image on Argentina's stamps having always been one of my favourites, and I vaguely remember reading and feeling very sorry about her death way back in 1952. I assure you this is true, for I was well into newspapers by the time I was seven. Precocious brat. What also intrigued me about this radio programme was that it was announced at the end of the show that the following week's legend would be James Dean. Now, I did know a lot about the eternally fascinating James Dean and immediately thought that if Ava Perron was in his league, then I wanted to know more about her too. I managed to get a copy of the full Evita programme from the BBC the following week, and I was hooked. Post-Jeeves, Andrew was now keen to have a crack at my bonkers idea of an Ava Perron musical. So in the last half of 1975, we spent hours and hours in each other's company and houses, mainly his house, working together. As we had done with Superstar, the format was plot, which I'd already done, music, lyrics, in that order. And the most important decision we made, following on from our Superstar experience, was to make a studio album of the show before any stage show. We had, of course, only made the Superstar record first because no one wanted to stage the work. I'm sure we could have got Evita staged without an album, but we wanted to repeat the formula, get the songs, the score, and above all, the story right before introducing other creative aspects and other contributors to the project. Most people who heard about the Evita project thought Ava Perron was a ludicrous idea for a show and said it couldn't work because nobody knew anything about Ava Perron an exact reverse of the forecast for our previous show's prospects, which was that it would fail because the story of Jesus was too well known. We ploughed on, and Andrew came up with magnificent melody after magnificent melody, none more striking than the song which eventually became known as Don't Cry For Me Argentina. The first words I wrote to this tune were for our character Che Guevara, Oh What A Circus. The second lot of words I wrote for this tune were at Ava's funeral, in which the well-known title line was first heard, which made sense. When I came to write the third and most important set of lyrics for this cracking tune, to be sung by Ava from the balcony of the Casa Rosada to her thousands of adoring fans, the scene Andrew said he always wanted to be a political over the rainbow, I didn't at first think the line Don't Cry For Me Argentina would make sense. Ava in this scene is at the top of her game and nobody had any reason to feel sorry for her. But in fact, Bearing in mind the song was written as an insincere political speech, the line works perfectly. For Evita to ask for sympathy when she's in effect running the country and is bedecked with diamonds is on the face of it ridiculous. But she was a brilliant politician, identifying cynically with her descamisados, who lapped it up. This is not the final version, although sung perfectly by Julie Covington. See if you can spot any unfamiliar bits. It won't be easy You'll think it's strange When I try to explain How I feel That I still need your love After all that I've done You won't believe me 
sixes and sevens with you I had to let it happen I had to change Couldn't stay all my life down at heel Looking out of the window Staying out of the sun That is one of the original versions of what became the best-known song that Andrew and I ever wrote together. We seriously considered calling it 
it's only your lover returning, or perhaps even worse, all through my crazy and wild days. Although those were the only words that differed from the final version of the song, changing the title to Don't Cry For Me, Argentina changed it entirely. I do not think it would have become such a popular song with either of those two very unmemorable titles. I like to think it emphasizes how important a lyric is to bring out the very best in a tune, however strong the tune. The first album of Evita was recorded in Olympic Studios in Barnes, southwest London, where we'd recorded Superstar six years previously. The British summer of 1976 is one of the hottest in living memory, which passed by without any dire predictions about global warming. We were grateful to be spending a good deal of it in an air-conditioned workplace. We managed to assemble a very strong cast of singers for the recording. We hadn't even got to the stage of making a list of potential Avas, when we caught an episode of a TV series entitled Rock Follies, the seamy tale of a trio of aspiring rock chicks, played by Julie Covington, Charlotte Cornwell and Rula Lenska. The series became a big hit, by which time we'd approached Julie for our project. We remembered her making her mark as part of the West End musical Godspell. Rock Follies showed she could certainly hold a contemporary tune with power and conviction. When she first heard the story and some of the songs that her character would sing, she was immediately intrigued. Ava's struggle was something she could readily interpret, and she thought the songs were great. She probably thought it was a highly uncommercial idea for a show, and therefore became even more interested. When she first began to sing the songs, first around Andrew's piano and then in the studio, we knew we could not have chosen better. Our first choice for Perron was Paul Jones, by 1976, an established West End actor, but still in fine voice, as he had been when fronting Manfred Mann, still singing the blues whenever possible. Paul accepted the part of the project's Dennis Thatcher, sort of, with alacrity. The other principal role, that of our narrator stroke commentator Che, not billed as Guevara at this point, but we strongly implied he was that Che, proved harder to cast. After several false starts, we eventually turned to an unknown Irishman named Colm Wilkinson. Colm had recently played Judas in the West End Superstar, still going strong in the Palace Theatre. When he came in to wrap his tonsils around one or two Evita numbers, it only took a couple of verses to know he was our man. Colm has since found lasting fame and stardom through Les Miserables. In my research into Che Guevara's life, a subject on which I was almost as ignorant as the millions of students who had pinned his picture onto their walls during the previous ten years, I discovered that in his own student days he'd attempted to market an insecticide. Delighted to find that he'd briefly exposed capitalist leanings, I decided to incorporate this strange ambition into the show, enabling us to suggest that Che and Ava were really cut from the same grasping cloth, implying he'd only become a revolutionary after failing to make a million. This mischievous viewpoint was referred to at odd points during the album, but disappeared at the request of just about everyone in subsequent versions. The first time it crops up is in The Ladies Got Potential, a number dealing simultaneously with Perón's career to date, the state of Argentina's politics in the early 1940s, Che's fly-killing ambitions, and Ava's moves in Perón's direction. I have not written many other lyrics with quite so broad a remit. Much of this would pass a listener by on one hearing, but if followed with a lyric sheet, they're not too incomprehensible. 
There are also one or two good lines that I was sorry to lose when it came to the stage shows, such as the description of Ava as the greatest social climber since Cinderella, and of Perron's early army days as a frustrated ski instructor. Sure, Perron could ski, but who needs a snowman? Che introduced Perron's political faction, the GOU, Government Order Unity, with the couplet, They thought that Hitler had the war as good as won. They were slightly to the right of Attila the Hun. It's probably better if you hear these words sung by Colm Wilkinson. So here he is with The Ladies Got Potential, with Paul Jones as Perron making an appearance loudly announcing the GOU's murky fascist programme. The Ladies Got Potential. Potential, she ought to go far. She always knows exactly who her best friends are. The greatest social climber since Cinderella. But Ava's not the only one who's getting the breaks. I'm a research chemist who's got what it takes. And my insecticide's gonna be a bestseller. Hey, just one plus in the insect. Successful capitalist wife. But getting back to Ava, she just saw on those guys as steps on the ladder to the ultimate prize. And he goes by the name of Colonel Pilon. He began his career in the army overseas, teaching all the other soldiers all he knew about skis when others took a tumble he would always stay on yeah sure Perron could ski but who needs a snowman he said great men don't grow on trees I'm one I ain't gonna freeze dictators don't grow on skis Perron would be no number two to no man And if she hadn't, we'd have been denied The heartwarming, tear-jerking rise to fame of Viva Now my insecticide contains no dangerous drugs It can't harm humans, but it's curtains for bugs you got six legs, I ain't doing you no favor Successful capitalist wise. They don't have a chance in the back of the world. It's a major advance in my world. It'll mean finance. I'm shaping up successful capitalist wise.
on a giant affection called the G-O-U. government oh, order you unity. They were the gang behind the military coup. So Perron was a heartbeat away from control of the nation. They thought that Hitler had the war as good as one. They were slightly to the right of the tail of the hunt. Set her sights on Peron and his situation. I never set her sights on Peron and his situation. The GOU is a three pronged operation. Government unopposed and allied with order. That number's hardly ever performed in stage versions of Evita these days, although it was resurrected for Alan Parker's movie starring Madonna and Antonia Banderas in 1994. I had to write a load of very different lyrics, annoyingly. Other fine performers whom we were lucky to sign up for the album included Barbara Dixon, Tony Christie, Mike Darbo and Mike Smith, extremely well-known English singers all. With Andrew and me in the control room was the project's engineer, David Hamilton Smith, who could not have been more efficient, more inspired, and above all, more funny. I think I'll need at least one more podcast to complete the tale of the original Levita album, which of course I shall deliver soonest. But to end this initial look back at the 1976 double LP or double cassette recording, which made the top of the charts in the UK and did great business almost everywhere else in the world, bar the United States, Here's one of my favourites from The Platter. The song sung by Perron's mistress after her brutal ejection from his apartment by her replacement, Evita. Another suitcase in another hall was a song that we thought had most potential to be a hit single out of context from the show. It was a hit, and Barbara Dixon sang it perfectly. But in the end, it was dwarfed sales-wise by Julie Covington's single of Don't Cry For Me Argentina, which topped the charts nearly everywhere except in the United States. But I don't think it was dwarfed artistically. Here's Barbara. I don't expect my love affairs to last for long Never fool myself that my dreams will come true. Being used to trouble, I am dissipated. But all the same, I hate it. Wouldn't you? So what happens now? Another suitcase in another hall. Where am I going to? You get by, you always have before. Where am I going to? I 
Get Onto My Cloud, episode 12. Written and presented by Tim Rice and produced by Peter Hobbs. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.